This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. An observation I had during this postseason run, mm-hmm. and, and I think you can probably speak to it. Eric Karros, uh, you drove in a hundred five times. Mm-hmm. You hit thirty plus home runs five times in your during your mm-hmm. career. Um, and I read an interesting note about you. To this day, and I believe it's today. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're still the all-time Dodgers sack fly leader. I think you <laughs> hit more sacrifice flies. I don't. And this is getting to my point than anybody in the history of the L.A. Dodgers, which is kind of a footnote. You know, a fan probably looks at that. Oh, what's what's a big deal? Right. But speak to this as RBI guys. And we both were. That's important, man. That is important stuff for me. I can deal with an 0 for 4. I can deal with a loss. But I see that runner on third, less than two. And I don't get it done, say, twice in a game. Those are the things. That used to keep me up at night. I couldn't sleep. Like I said, I could deal with punching out. I could deal with going over four. But if I left those free ribbies on third base, that's the thing I had a real problem. And I think guys from our our day, our generation, and I'm not cheapening the fact that the, the guys today don't care. I'm sure mm-hmm. they care. But I watched this postseason, and I thought to myself, how many times are we going to get a runner on third, less than two, and not get him in? It seemed like it was like one out of every ten. Did you you notice that? And how much did that bother you when you didn't get it done? So I I think the game, the way it's incentivized now is what players will kind of draw to or try and tailor their game. What I mean by that – you talk about RBIs now, and people say, "Oh, well, RBIs aren't that important." You know, it's more fun <laughs> yeah. getting up there, right? And those are the same people that, you know, again, you're just looking at it metrically. But you know, standing in a box, having a guy down there that you're trying to drive in, knowing what that means, I mean, that it's night and day. And I, and I don't want to get into that. Well, unless you stood in a box, you don't know. But right. that's that's kind of the way it is. And and 
So, but nowadays the, the whole idea of, you know, strikeouts, you can strike out. It's not a big deal. You don't have to necessarily drive the guy. The RBIs aren't a, a big deal. Um, they look at other metrics and I think players will cater their game to those metrics because that in turn means compensation. Right. And at the end of the day, look at, you know, if anybody says any differently, they're, you know, they're full of it or they're dumb, one or the other. But you have a finite amount of time to make some money in this game. And, you know, that's the reality is that that everybody is. Yes, we all love the game. We're all passionate about it. But I didn't see anybody playing for free. Not one person ever. And so, again, nowadays, look, at it, it's more about you know, maybe working a count or getting down to, to first base or, you know, on base percentage and, and, and those sort of things are emphasized more. That doesn't mean that that guys, you know, 30 years ago couldn't play the same type of game. It's just that, you know, 30 years ago, it's, you know, Steve Garvey, a great example for me. Guy chased hits, batting average. That's how you got paid back then. That's how you got. It wasn't on base percentage back in the day. And so, you know, you get to now and it's look at RBIs for me are always going to be important because it takes somebody special to drive that run in. And look at guys not scoring just by himself for the most part. Somebody's got to hit the ball, make something happen. And that's that guy in the box. And look, some guys can do it. and Some guys can't. You're right, though. I mean, that's a great point on on it's beyond the metrics and it's what, what incentivizes people, what gets the payday in our day. It was, it was, uh, average home runs, home runs and runs RBIs. Batted in. And, yeah, and RBIs right. were, were right. more important than home runs. We yep. didn't care how you drove them in, but if you drove in a hundred back up the Brinks truck, that's what yeah, people right. used to say. You drive in a hundred, a hundred was that key was that key number. Yep. And you're right now, the big guys, the best players in the lineup are in the two hole. Whereas they right. used to be in the three hole and the four hole. Now they're in the two hole and it is about OPS. I, I agree with you. And, and as long as the game is set up for what, what is important, what do we pay for? Right. That's what they're going to tailor their game after. Um, you know, I saw Dusty, he recently was on a, was on a, I don't know, it was a podcast or a show. And he said, he's just, he, he's kind of, you know, what an unbelievable run you got to play mm -hmm. for him in Chicago yep. at the end of your career. Uh, we don't have to get into how great Dusty is. It, 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 you can't find a guy that doesn't love Dusty Baker. But but he just said he kind of got tired of it, and it was so much in today's game, 2023. We didn't have to deal with iPhones. and You know, we had to deal with ESPN right. and right. Baseball right. Tonight. And once in a while, <laughs> Baseball Tonight would, would mock you, and you'd be like, what are you talking about, you know? Uh, now it's blogs. It's media. It's mm -hmm. He said he's, it, it kind of gets old, it's that constant critique. And for a guy that's been there, done that, for so many years i kind of felt what he was saying uh you know i'm not at that point in my life but i could imagine all he's been through he, he just said everything is so negative on a daily basis and from so many different sources what do you yeah think it's so, so it's it's interesting because i think one of the things with all the social media it allows the fans to feel closer to the players or feel closer to the game or get more involved so from that standpoint it's good as a player, though, I'm not so sure that, you know, I'd be down with everything right now. Just the, the constant scrutiny, the 24-7 the you got to be on. You can't go anywhere without, 
you know, getting recorded or, or somebody, you know, videoing or, or, or blogging about you. And then, you know, again, how much of it is real? What's the context of all that sort of stuff? And it's hard enough to play this game and play it at a high level. And you add that component and it's just something else that, that guys today have to deal with. I, that's one thing I, I am. I'm, I'm glad that I, I didn't play in this era. Um, I think just because not only from a, that sort of standpoint, but going out, you know, I mean, there are a lot of times, you know, you go out and you just have some fun and you could do some things that, you know, quite frankly, nowadays it ain't happening. It just ain't happening. Cause somebody's going to record you or blog about you or whatever. And look at, we're all human beings. We're all going to go out and, you know, do our thing. And it just, nowadays, it's just the microscope 24 seven. It's, it's, it's tough. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You're doing this on a daily basis. You're watching uh, the white box strike zone mm-hmm. drives drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. I get caught up in it. I yell at the TV. Right, right, right. But I really don't think our our day. It was the good umpires establish your zone and stick with that zone and be as consistent as you can. And as players, we understand you're a human being and you're going to mess up once in a while, but tell me what that zone is early. If you're giving a little off the plate away, you're, you can't give in, uh, you know, you can't give off the plate in, in right now. It's right. different. It's a box. Now I don't think that box is how the umpires train. Mm-hmm. And, and that is the official strike zone, but for your viewing pleasure, it is, you know, I watch my brother get carried away all the time, and I say, Aaron, you can't yell every time something doesn't tick that stupid box. Right. <laughs> but that's where we're going. That's where we're going. Are we going to robo-umps? Is it going to be something that you see in the near future? Do you like it? Do you not? I, I, there's so much arguments now about, oh, this guy stinks. That guy's a he, – he calls right. bad balls and strikes. With the technology we have, and they're so scrutinized, I almost feel bad for the umpires at times because it's like they were never scrutinized with with us. They didn't have that box for everybody on the couch to critique. Uh, Where are we going at this stage of the game? I just figure tell the players what a strike is, and you might as well go to the robo-ump. He can stand at home plate and call, you know, safer out on a play at the plate. But other than that, if you're going to scrutinize him this much, you might as well just go to the official computer box. Yeah, you know, like I I go back and forth with that because I do think there's something to be said about the human element. I think that you take away some things that guys are really good at if you bring in the robo-umps, right? They're like the whole catching and the framing and stealing pitches. I mean, some guys are in the big leagues because of that, right? Because of their ability to catch, because of their ability to frame. Some pitchers are, are great pitchers because they can live two inches outside the plate every single pitch. And if they've got to live on the plate, maybe their stuff isn't good enough, but they've got location. So I, I think that, you know, those sort of things that it's an element to the game. I like the, I like the human element. Now, I, I, if you ask me, you know, I'm standing up in the box and I get rung up on a pitch that's, you know, six inches outside or, 
you know, obviously I'm going to be saying, wait, where's the robo-omp? That's a joke. That's, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> so it's, but I, I do, like I said, I, I like the human air kind of component of it. I like, and, and there are, there are things, it's just, you know, going back to, you know, we've got the replay, a guy slides into second base and he comes off the base by a little hair, right? And the, the tags still apply. I, I don't, like, I don't like that, right? Because that's not the spirit of the rule. I, I you know, the neighborhood play. I, I, as a first baseman, sometimes selling the, the you know, the, 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 uh, the force out at first base, you know, coming off the bag a little early or something. Like, all that is gone, right? And so, I, you know, I, that I, I do sort of miss. Um, but again, if I, if I got screwed on a call, you know, I'd be MF and everybody and wanting the robo umps. Right. So it's just, it, you know, it goes two ways. Yeah. I I'm with you at second base. I'm offended by the, the, how to turn a double play. Now the peanut lady can turn it up right, right, with right, the current right. rules. That's how we used right. to separate ourselves. Like the guys that can right. hang in there on that tough double play in the ninth inning with the game on the line. That's how you earned your money. And yeah. now it's, it's like anybody can come in and turn two because, well, we got to slide straight into the base, especially also tagging players. It's like, how do you teach the, the phantom tag? Right, right. right. You can't do it anymore. You have to right. physically hold it on them, get spiked, right. whatever's going to happen. Right. Um, all right, we got a f- few more, and I'll let you out of here. I know you got to run. This is what I heard from Eric Carroll, and it really resonated with me. I thought it was great. You said it sometime this year, and it made me, it made me turn my head and go, that's, that's a great point. We're talking about scouting uh, the current player. There's five le- there, there's five categories for scouting. Right. And I heard Eric Carroll go, there should be a sixth, and that sixth should be the ability to post. Do you remember saying that? Yeah. yeah. And it really resonated me with me because we prided ourselves on that. It's right. like I'm in that lineup every day. I'm counted on I'm one of the main guys, and my teammates uh, count on it. Tell me what you meant behind that, but I really loved it. So I, I think there's a lot to be said about accountability and reliability and knowing that, uh, you know, whether it's for your manager, your teammates, knowing that somebody's going to be responsible enough to be, to be ready to play every single day. And I always, what I always got caught up on was, uh, you know, I'd look at other guys and they, they, you know, they'd go sign a deal or something and, and, well, you know, this guy only played 100 games, but you project his numbers out over 160 games. This guy hit 45 home runs and drive it. It's like, yeah, but the guy never plays 160 games. He <laughs> That's plays part of the gig. <laughs> like this is this is the whole, and and I know that you know I also get the whole thing about the rest and you know that sort of thing and and you know keeping somebody fresh and injury free. But you look at what the Braves did this year. You know, all those guys post, all those guys play every single day, and they got through the season. They had a great year. Now you're gonna say, well, well what happened in the postseason? That wasn't a that wasn't they were worn out or tired. They got they got beat. Uh, I have the, the fortunate opportunity to watch Freddie Freeman, who, uh, you know, wants to be in the lineup every single day with the Dodgers. So that was it was it was sort of a, a warrior mentality back in our day. And that's what you wanted to do. And again, that was one of those things that it was uh, I don't want to say it was stress, but it was acknowledged. It was rewarded. You know, nowadays it's it's not so guys don't necessarily really wear it as a badge of honor or or, or think it's that important. But like I said, you look at the Braves and, and what they did. That's a, you know they ran out the same lineup just about all year long. Guys played 150 games plus, and I do think it's important. And I and I do think that it speaks more than just being out there. It, it's a lot of other things that, you know, whether it's your 
it's your accountability, your reliability, the, the fact that you're ready to play every single day says something about you and your character and your commitment to the team. I, I'm right. I'm right with you on that. Last thing, <clears throat> your Dodgers. Uh-huh. What do they need to do this offseason? I was looking at that pitching staff. I just heard Kershaw had surgery. Right. He's going to miss some time. Obviously, Walker Bueller, your number one, he was out the entire season. Uh, the young May kid who they've been waiting to come along right. seems like he can't stay healthy. And we've got a scandal going on with Urias. Uh, that Dodgers, that's won six or seven divisions in a row, I think. Um you know, you still got the Mookie Betts and the Freddie Freeman, like right. you mentioned, two of the best players in the world as kind of that core base. What do the Dodgers need to do this offseason with everything going on? I mean, obviously, they've got to get somebody at the top of the rotation. You look at who they started with at the beginning of the year it was Kershaw, Gonsolin, uh, Urias, uh, May, and Syndergaard. And none of those guys, you know, I, I mean, none of them were healthy. And, and Kershaw was the only one that lasted throughout the season. So, Obviously, they've got a lot of depth in young players, and they've got some great young arms, but I'm not sure that they're ready to be the one and two starters of a a rotation that's trying to get to the World Series. So they're going to make a splash. I I would bet anything that uh, you're going to see a a frontline pitcher um, wearing a Dodger uniform after this this offseason. Uh, then they've got some youth. And then, you know, you also got to look at, you know, what happens with, you know, the outfield situation, where a guy's going to be, uh, you know, is Gavin Lux coming back? Will he be ready to play shortstop? Walker Bueller will be back. Look at, here's, here's what I'll say. Every year you go to Vegas and you look at who's, you know, top two or three pick to, to win the World <laughs> Series. And, you know, they'll be there again. And, and that's just a credit to the the front office, but, they're got to get a frontline guy, a top of the line rotation guy. And it was amazing this year watching Mook, watching Betts come in from right field, oh, play short, play set. I don't think we, I don't think, I don't think we've ever seen. I don't think we've ever seen that. We've seen the other way. You go from a middle infielder to the outfield, but yeah. just to pop in from right field, oh, I'll play a little second today, right. a little short. People right. don't understand, especially <laughs> the short dynamic. People have no idea. Idea. Yep. Shortstops can play anywhere. They're the best, most talented right. defender on the field at all times. But to just come in and do that, I thought it was kind of a – I was double-taken when I first saw it. I said, is he just in for some weird situation, right. five infielders? They're like, no, he actually started the game there and game. he's playing yeah. the entire game and getting it done. I thought it was pretty awesome to watch. Yeah, crazy athlete. and It, it was. It was fun to watch. Awesome. Well, EK, uh, Eric Karos, check him out this year. Uh back with the Dodgers doing his thing and I appreciate it great career uh I appreciate you coming on the yeah Booney great and, catching and up setting man. it up for all yeah. of you out there watching the boom watching the boom podcast on YouTube now or listening I appreciate you coming out and we will see you next time 2400 sports is an Odyssey company 